welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we're airing a message entitled, The Cost of Booze, and in this week's message, the preacher will open the Word of God and will show that there is a price that countless people have paid in one way or another because of alcohol. God is a gracious and loving God, and He wants what's best for everyone. So sometimes this comes in a way of a warning of what we should avoid so that we can, in turn, avoid unnecessary pain in our lives. Often the messages we air are messages of what we should be doing, but there are times where we all need to hear lessons on what we should not be doing. And we pray that today's message will be a help and a blessing to you. So if you would like to hear today's message again or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, Please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. People don't become alcoholics because they don't like it. They become alcoholics because they do like it. The worst thing that happened to me is the first time I tried marijuana and got high, I decided I liked it. I'd have been better off if I'd have had a bad experience. The Bible doesn't kid you about these things. The pleasures of sin, there are pleasures are for a season. They're short-lived. And I think the best explanation for this that I ever heard, and this is true of any vice, picture a line here that represents normal. Normal. Your normal mind, your normal life, the normal way you feel. And you take drugs or you drink alcohol enough to get a buzz, and, and you come above it a little bit, you get a little, they call it being what? high, and you say, man, I like this. But when you come down, you come just back down a little below where you were before. And so then you you drink again or you get high again or, or whatever the vice is. Could be pornography. And you do it again, only you didn't get as high the next time as you did the first time, but you still got high, but you, you came in a little bit lower. And when you came back down, you came back a little lower. Making sense to some of you? And that goes on and on and on until you're playing the whole game down here. And I found that out. When I started getting stoned and then we started drinking and stuff like that, what I found out is, is at first, man, I thought I was so cool. I was looking down on everybody else. Hey, all you straights don't get it, man. I've tapped into the hieroglyphics of life. But it wasn't long, not more than about a year, before I was looking up at those people. And I remember one day shortly before I got saved and I wanted out. I wanted this stuff behind me. I wanted it to lose its grip on me. I wanted something real. My friends were starting to shoot. They were melting quaaludes down and shooting them and that led to heroin. They were shooting those. And I looked at that and I thought in a short three to four years, I've gone from casual marijuana smoking on Friday night and Saturday night to my next step is the needle with these guys. And several of them were dead within a couple years. And I remember one day I was was somewhere, I think I was at a restaurant somewhere, and I was watching some really straight-laced kids. Do you ever notice how people who are deep in sin and wear their sin all over them, whether it's the way they're dressed, their hair, their clothing, their whole demeanor, and they want you to know they're sinners, Right? Hey, I'm Mr. Evil, Wicked, Mean, and Nasty. Look at me. Do you ever notice they always got a scowl on their face? You know the ones that are having the jerk water fun? 
are the kids that haven't experienced all that stuff. And I remember I was watching these kids and they were having jerk water fun. And I thought, how can you have fun? You're just doing nothing. And then I realized I couldn't be happy just doing nothing anymore. And I was wearing this scowl on my face continually. Folks, sin will creep up on you. The Japanese have a saying, man take drink. Then drink take drink. And then drink take man. Someone once said that drunkenness is voluntary madness. People say, I can take it or leave it. But the people that say that never leave it. Ruined lives. Pacific Garden Mission in Chicago. I remember we drove by there one day, and, and um, when you looked at the parking lot, it, from a certain angle when the sun hit it, it looked green like there was grass. It wasn't grass, it was glass. Broken bottles. Beer bottles, whiskey bottles, wine bottles. Wine is a mocker. Strong drink is raging. Whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. And it's no respecter of persons. Edgar Allan Poe, Alexander the Great, Hank Williams... Athletes, entertainers, politicians, preachers, physicians, kings, presidents, and paupers. I had a copy of Christianity Today cross my desk uh, several years ago, and I, get, I don't subscribe to it. I just get every publication there is. They just send it to us. And it crossed my desk, and I don't usually read it. It's pretty liberal, but this particular article intrigued me. I opened it up, and this article talked about the problem now that we have today among evangelicals in the ministry and among contemporaries in the ministry is what they're calling an addicted ministry. Preachers and pastors and ministers that have drinking problems. And this is stemmed from all this emphasis on quote-unquote liberty and social drinking, and we have figured out that old-time Bible-believing Christians and fundamentalists and those, those reactionary independent Baptists had their head in the sand, they were reactionary, they weren't having any fun, and we figured out we got liberty to social drink. And then we have liberty to get buzzed. And now we have liberty to become alcoholics. The writer of the article, the gal that wrote the article, said this about the testimony of all this. She said this, has anybody thought about having a testimony to lost people? Instead of just all this emphasis on what I can do. By the way, when your emphasis as a Christian is on what I can do and nobody can tell me anything to do, you're just telling on yourself that you're a baby Christian. Because maturity says that even if I, if I have the liberty to do it, it may not be expedient because it could be a stumbling block to someone else. Well, I'm just over here having one yellow pop with my friends. And I'm, I'm not even going to drink the whole pop. It's beer. It's not Mountain Dew. But that's what I heard another preacher say to another preacher one time. He said, you want me to get you a yellow pop? Now, maybe you're going to drink half of it. 
Maybe you're going to sip it twice and then push away from it and let it get warm and walk away from it. But that guy sitting three down from me on that bar, he's an alcoholic and he's watching you drink it. And you know what he thinks? He thinks you are just like him. It's called testimony. Well, the rationalization I've heard many times is, well, I'll drink with them and then I'll be able to reach them. I don't think so. I think they're looking at it a lot different. But there are casualties. You look at what the scriptures say here, the scripture isn't playing around. It may not get you the first, second, third, or tenth time, but it can get a hold of you. Robert Hall called it distilled damnation. Lord Chesterfield said it's an artist in human slaughter. General Pershing said that drunkenness has killed more men than all of history's wars. Look at verse 29, disease. Disease. Verse 34, you got the crow's nest staggering around. Alcohol-related problems. This comes from the Alcohol Policies Project, an advocacy for the prevention of alcohol problems, a center for science in the public interest. This article goes on to say that alcohol-related problems cost American society nearly $200 billion per year and cause as much as 100,000 deaths annually. If I remember right, we lost 80,000 boys in Vietnam. Right around 80,000. Alcohol is responsible for 100,000 annually in America, and many of them are on the road. In a lot of cases, it's not even the person drinking. There are a lot of families bereaved of their children. There are men and women bereaved of their spouse. There are children bereaved of their parents that just had a head-on with, with a man that was drunk or a woman that was drunk that slid over into their lane. No fault of their own. Alcohol is a major cause of premature death in the United States and a primary contributor to a wide array of health problems and human suffering. These include various cancers, liver disease, alcoholism, brain disorders, motor vehicle crashes, violence, crime, spousal and child abuse, fires and suicides. The alcohol beverage industry's relentless marketing and powerful political influence coupled with ineffective government alcohol policies contribute to this ongoing public health and safety epidemic. And I'm going to tell you something else that's contributing to it is a wimpy, weak-willed, spineless, effeminate ministry that won't stand up and roar against it. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth. And it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, The Cost of Booze, by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, Pastor DeMichael has brought a message that is so important. Every year, millions of lives across the world are lost or affected by alcohol. It affects men and women. It affects the young and the old. It affects everyone. And unfortunately, it only takes one lapse in judgment for it to have lifelong effects. Sadly, it can also be used by the devil to keep Christians from reaching their potential for Jesus Christ. And if you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and we will gladly help in any way we can. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, 
feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45, and of course all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting kids programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college-aged groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.